and their story starts there as he takes her back to his cave. His lair. I mean, it's a sex cave. It's a hunting <laughs> cave. Calm down. <laughs> Commencing the monsters. I'm M. Hi, I'm S. I'm Seth. And today, well, actually, before I tell you what we're talking about today, um, a little birdie told me <laughs> last night um, that Seth is reading Twilight, and she read until the early mornings of the early morning <laughs> hours of the morning because she just could not get enough of Edward Cullen. Yes, tell us all about it, Seth. It really couldn't have been the furthest thing from Twilight. This whole thing, it was about Twilight? It was. She's reading Twilight. Okay, no, she's lying. No, no. And honestly, it was just that I started Squid Game and I couldn't keep it in. Oh, is that, that's it? No, it's not. (laughs) I'm such a loser. But yes, I did start Squid Game and I'm like stressed out to the nines because I can't. It's so stressful. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no, but what I wanted to mention, and I was, like, dying, but I was also nervous about it. Um, so basically, S. What? Guess what I started and finished and on the second. Broken Bonds! Yeah! Did you really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm literally on book two, and I, as soon as I finished work, I, like, literally had to read, and I was like, hey, I have, like... 40 minutes, I can read and then shower. And literally, that took over most of my time, and I ran to shower. Okay, thoughts, really feelings, opinions. I would agree. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell us. What? Okay, um, um, I don't even know. I just started it, and I was like, I'm probably going to, like, hate this because I just, like, I can't wrap my head around <laughs> five guys. Like, <laughs> my eyes are watering a little bit. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I'm so proud. Um, and anyways, I just couldn't put it down. I couldn't stop mm-hmm. reading it for the life of me. And then I realized, oh, whoops, book one's done. And then book two. And then I'm like, I'm falling in love with these guys. And like, I'm loving yeah. her because she's such a great character. Uh-huh. And like, there's some guys that I really don't care for. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's obviously like the ones that like I need to see more screen time or page time with. And like, I'm not getting it yet. I need yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways. Oh my yeah, God. So you're on the second book? Yeah, I'm on the second book. I'm, like, almost 50% in. Wow. Okay, but can we acknowledge that this is... You just broke your uh, reverse harem cherry? Yeah. You just popped it? Yeah, I did. I did. Congratulations, girl. Thank you. I feel like a new... I feel like a changed woman. I feel like I see the world in, like, a million colors now. Oh, so... (laughs) Well, I feel left out now, so well, I guess I think I gotta... you should try it out. And honestly, book one is completely like there. I'm. It's kind of a spoiler, but not really. There's like no sex in it. It's more so like her story so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, like I thought I would be more not liking it, but I actually Turned really off. love it in mm-hmm. the way it's setting itself up in terms of like the story and like the relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
us how you how you feeling us i'm i'm over the moon i'm so happy <laughs> we gotta talk when you're done we gotta talk theories we gotta talk <laughs> we gotta talk about the ending oh i'm so excited i'm so happy so yeah oh so wait you started the first book yesterday no the day before yesterday and you're already on the second book damn girl but don't don't yeah. you think like they go pretty fast like they go so quickly yeah. i honestly like i blink and i'm like at 50 percent yeah. i blink again and i'm at 100 percent done so hopefully i don't know if marge uh marge it's your turn now you got to you got to pop that cherry. Well, I've I I truly truly feel left out now. I feel like um I need to be part of the game. So um but, yeah. but um you think Marge would like these, right? The way they start off? Yeah, I think you would like them to be honest. Okay. I also think maybe for December I'm not opposed to doing an episode on like the first 3. <laughs> We have so many things planned for December. I don't think I am we down. have time. No, I mean, like, save it for, like, you know, later. But, like, we can do it in December because that's when the third book comes out. Like, we can record it and save it for later. Yes. And that gives you enough time to read them. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll pull, maybe I'll pull a Sephra and just read them, not tell anyone. And then suddenly I'm like, yeah. hey, guys. <laughs> I didn't tell you girls that I was reading it because like at first I didn't want to like say it. I'm reading it and I'm starting it now and then I uh-huh. hate it and then I like I ruin S and like honestly I was just like gonna keep it to myself and if I hated it I wouldn't have been, I wasn't gonna tell anyone I would uh-huh. just be like oh yeah I'll read it someday and I like I'll never mention it again but no really you would do that rather than be honest with your friend and say listen girl i just don't I feel like, like she's it. too comfortable doing this so she's probably done it with other the deception ass the deception is real deep wow. with this one wow guys i was actually looking out for s's emotions no yeah you and, did like, you know what for, for this series thank you i appreciate you protecting my heart and my emotions yeah. thank you bless you so from one awakening to what was another awakening for a lot of us, <laughs> um, today we want to celebrate the release, the re-release of um, Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. It got a Woo-hoo! brand new cover and it's um, going to be sold in stores. Wow. Never would have thought this day would come. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we wanted to celebrate um, by talking about this series, talking about where it all started for us, um, because this was our first alien book, I believe, for all of us. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Let's talk about blue aliens, because I feel like we talk about them a lot on the podcast, but then we never actually made it, you know, dedicated an episode to them. And they deserve and, it. you know, today is their day. So yeah. let us dedicate yeah. this episode to all these hot-ass blue aliens. Yeah. And the book is out in stores today. So if you want to show your support for the blue aliens being sold wide in shops like Barnes & Noble, of all mm-hmm. places, then go yeah. get your blue dick at Barnes & Noble. And also and, and in Canada at Chapters or Indigo. At Chapters or Indigo. Literally anywhere. Waterstones. I don't fucking know where else it's It's just sold. amazing to see like this erotic alien romance out there right. in the world that started so small and like now it's like this worldwide phenomenon. It's just like yeah. interesting and like I'm just so happy for Ruby Dixon. 
But isn't that so wild? Because, like, I'm sorry. You go at the bookstore and the romance section is very, very bland. You don't find this kind of stuff. So now I'm, like, trying to picture customers coming into the store, going to the romance section, and seeing this cover with a clearly blue man on the cover and being like, wait a minute. (laughs) What's this? Aliens are the new vampires, okay? So. Sure. I feel like they're everywhere now. Well, are they? As far as, like, traditionally published stuff? I don't think so. Doesn't Jennifer L. Almentra have, like, an alien type of young adult? Yeah, but was... it's it's human. It's, like, human-like. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. Like, yes, there are sci-fi romances out there with alien, you know, love interests. But mm-hmm. for the most part, when it's traditionally published anyway, or the ones that I have encountered, I do not know everything, even when yeah. I claim I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the ones that I've encountered, it's always, like, like, you know, a human-looking alien. So, this is different. All right. Well, Ruby's, Ruby Dick's in the trendsetter, you know. Yeah. Two times in her life. Yeah. And I want to start this by reading you. I went um, into the archives, <laughs> and I dug up um, my original um, thought process when I was reading this book. Ooh, Back this is in... Great. Uh, July 3rd, 2017. Lord save my soul. (laughs) I never, ever thought I'd say this. But fuck, I'm falling for big blue aliens with horns. What is wrong with me? I went in thinking I would probably, uh, I was probably going to hate it and DNF it early. Dot, dot, dot. What the fuck happened here? Because, okay, so my background, and you guys can go into your backgrounds with this book uh, after. Mm-hmm. My my story with this book, and I, we've said it multiple times on the podcast, um, I was a hater, as you can see, um, as you've just heard. Um, I was fully prepared to go into this and hate the fuck out of it and be like, yeah, no, you guys are insane, which it's very, actually, it's very... It's great that you brought up the fact that you just started reverse harem stuff today because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the next step. It's like right now I'm like, no, I'm against it. I, I don't yeah. get it. I'll never get it. And then like watch me in three months, you know? Um, so, you know, I'm very consistent. <laughs> there are patterns here. Um, but I was a hater. And then lo and behold, I started the book and I was like, yeah, no, this is actually really addictive, really addictive. And out of us three, and you can even add Gabby into this because she did rate these books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the one that read the most of them. <laughs> yeah. I think you finished the whole <laughs> Yeah, you did. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I got caught up. But then Ruby Dixon being Ruby Dixon, uh, she, you know, has written like a million books since. So when I got cut, caught up with the series, there was like 16 of them. Now there's like 20 bil- billion. So um, not anymore. But... I'll get there eventually. <laughs> so what about you? Um, let's start with S. You were the first one to read these books, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you started reading them? Mm, I'm thinking it was Facebook. Someone made a post about them. Um, and I'm a curious reader. Like, I'll give it a try. I'll sample something. 
Um, yeah. We know. So I sampled this yeah, and I'm just like, you know. girl, we know. <laughs> so I was like, I'll sample it. I sampled it and I'm just like, you know what? Like, I can't get behind this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and sure enough, I started the first book and I was telling, I think it was you and Gabby first, right? Yeah. And then Gabby's more game. I feel like Gabby's more like, you know what? It's true. Yeah. So she tried it and she loved it. Um, and I think for a while we just tried to con- tried convincing you to start it, Marge. And then <laughs> for a while, for a while. And you're just you were just against it. You're like, no, nope, y'all nope, were nope. piling on to me being like, come on, Marge, you'll love it. They have ridges, mm-hmm. a spur through blue. Like, it's yeah. hot. I swear. I was like, no, bitch, you're insane. Um, I got to find new friends, clearly, because <laughs> y'all are insane. <laughs> and yeah, I just I, I think I've only gone up to uh, book six which is mm-hmm. a shame. I should have gone further. But up to book six, and I loved them all. What about you, Seth? When, do you remember um, when you started? I think it was more, like, I kept seeing it on Goodreads, and then I think I was talking to Marge the most at that time. So, mm-hmm. like, also, I think we were talking about um, reading it or not reading it, and then I just, like, decided, you know what? Marge took the plunge because I saw that post. Was that that post on Facebook or something? I remember you posted something on Facebook. Uh, uh, what I just read was my Goodreads update, but I did okay. make a post on Facebook yeah. essentially saying so the I same thing. So I remember vividly it was your Facebook post, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll I'll just, I'll just read the first one. And so yeah. I read it, and, like, I was at that point where, like, it wasn't that I, like, I wasn't interested in the idea of it I was more so curious but like I I don't know I guess I saw on that like cusp of like shame like I'm like oh my gosh I'm reading like alien smut is that normal is that okay Mm -hmm. and so like I never really added it to my goodreads at all so I read like the first two and I never added it I didn't even put it on my like want to read list I just like you know read it and that was it and then, like, I guess years later, I went and added them because I was like, what the hell, man? Why am I ashamed of alien dick? And then I just added it. Hey, look and at you now. Look at you now. Look at, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at me now. Well, I mean, it has to be said that, like, these books, more or less, are to be, like, we have to thank them because otherwise, without them, we wouldn't have this podcast in a way. Yeah. True. You're right. You know, we all loved monsters prior, but it was, like, a very different kind of monsters, you know? Like, this was a a real awakening of, like, let's go weird and wonderful, you know what I mean? Like, let's try other things. Um, yeah. But to be quite honest, I remember early on, like, um, during high school, I, like, I think I already mentioned it. I was reading, like, the Laura Lai series, her breeder series. Yeah, yeah. And they're kind of not human. They so kind of like, are, though. But they're not. They're, they, like, I feel like one guy was, like, half lion or whatever. Like, anyways, all the time or, like, shapeshifter? I don't remember, to be honest. All I just know his dick was different. I, I remember you telling me, telling us that he had a weird a weird dick that was painful when it would go in. It wouldn't come out or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was, that. like, a knot. It was just, like, pew! Yeah. And, like, it, yeah, anyways. You can find that in our um, uh, uh, Taming Demons Demons for Beginners episode. That that was <laughs> that, the episode I decided to mention. Yeah, I, I know, right? Really How does on? that make any sense? I don't know. Sometimes we get on okay. to subjects that I'm, like, literally ma- does not make any sense how we transitioned into this. But no. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I know you're, you're right in the sense where, like, it started – literally me going into like different types of stories where the heroes are very different looking and now and now we take it very seriously 
Um, we love to yeah. discuss the important details in detail um, and give you all the all the good uh, the good info. Yeah. So should we start a discussion with this book, guys? Yeah, of course. Okay. Well, uh, actually, how was your reread? Because we all reread this. Yeah. For the sake so, of like, the for this podcast, we decided yeah. to reread the first book after, like, you know, years, years. of, you know, the last time we read it. Years of, as it? if it's been 10 years, like, three or Okay, four. it's been at least, like, what you said, 2017, so that yeah. would have been, like... Four years ago? Four. Right. Four? Yeah, more years or less. Ago? I can't math. I feel like it was earlier than that, to be honest, but I don't remember. How was it? For me, it was good. So I did the the audiobook this time around. So did I. Oh. And um, I love the narrators, and I it, it was still a great story from beginning to end. And then now it's not so it's not so um, it's not so weird anymore. No, it's is like it? it's it's normal it's now. It's kind of normal now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like I've I've read weirder now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is tame. <laughs> so did you do? Did you also do the audiobook for your? I reading? did. I did. And mm-hmm. one thing I want to say about this series, like yes, it's all you know, it's funny, it's sexy it's you know entertaining and it's fluffy and quick but what actually kept me invested in this series and I think it's important to mention is the family aspect of it like for me Mm -hmm. what really like what kept me going for like freaking 16 books is I grew attached to this community and not, not necessarily, like, individuals within the community, even though, yes, that's also, tr- also true, but, like, the communal aspect of it where it just felt like I was a part of it and I had my little, like, cave and, like, I was just <laughs> hanging out with my friends and, like, they were all resonating and, like, I don't know, like, there's just, it It feels like you're just coming into, like like, you have this little window into a little community and... I just I that's what I love it and mm-hmm. and that's true for a lot of series like that's how you keep me invested it's give me a group of people that I care about so it's not just the dick huh it's not just <laughs> dick especially right. when you've had 16 of them at, at some point it's like <laughs> a dick don't change you know the dick stays the same <laughs> <laughs> So. Oh my gosh! Well, for me, for during uh, this reread, I um, I noticed a lot of more darker undertones. Like the first mm-hmm. time I read it, I remember I was just literally in there for the smut, and like yeah. I kind of like threw away, I think everything else, and just remembers the smut. Yeah. yeah, but then this time reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, these women are in such dire straits. Their situation right. is awful, mm-hmm. and like I don't even remember. Sorry, trigger warning one of the girls get, like, they get raped Raped. on page. Brutally raped. Well, I mean, on page, yes. It's happening on page, but it's not described. But we know it's it's I mean, it it, like, her sounds and, like, everything going on in that situation is described, but, like, Mm -hmm. not, like, in her perspective, which, honestly, thank God. Um, But, no, honestly, I don't remember it being this dark and, like, their desperation for um, food and shelter and, like, their journey like that was something that I was really intrigued by this time around because I do remember Vectal and Georgie like you know their story and like how they started how they ended but like I don't really remember the female situation like the women and like how they got out of their situation so like it was really interesting going back and reading that and just like 
honestly, yeah, like I said, it was just, it was a lot more darker than I thought and had more like of a story than I remember it having, which honestly, I loved it. (laughs) It was like a great reread. And like seeing the beginnings of it, like, because, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, skip ahead if you haven't gotten to like book, I don't fucking know, nine in the series or some shit, but you know, they have this like cave thing where they live but that later on in the series no longer exists something (gasps) happens to it and they have to move so yeah so and I remember that being like triggering I was like no I've grown attached to this place like I'm not ready to go somewhere else why are you doing this to me Ruby Dixon now like everyone's in danger (laughs) oh my god but it was so interesting to go back to the beginnings and being like oh my god that's right that's where they started that was that's how it was like back then yeah and like them not not knowing what the ship was like the the yeah. cave of the the, the the cave of the ancient or whatever it was called the, yeah the like old, their the elder yeah and you know, them not speaking the same language. Like, it's all things that, like, once you've gotten further into the series, you forget that this is, like, yeah. where it started, you know? I don't remember them not being able to understand each other no. so, like, late into the book. I remember it being, like, halfway. <clears throat> sorry, like, the beginning of it, but I don't yeah. remember it being, like, past midway. Are you dying? Mm. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I just needed to clear my throat, okay? Anyways. What I was trying to say is that I don't remember it being, like, so far into the book that they weren't able to understand each other. And, like, I was kind of shocked that it took them so long because um, I don't remember at, remember that the first time around. I love books like that where they can't understand each other and they try to communicate with, like, their hands and, yeah. 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 I remember it being more difficult, I feel like, from oh. memory. Like, I feel like they were struggling more than they did so i don't know if if because when you read it the first time it feels maybe more difficult to read through if that makes sense with like mm-hmm. that then when it's the second time and you know that that's how it is so you just i don't know like it just i was like oh actually like they're doing kind of good you know they're doing like they kind of they kind of understand each other kind of kind of yeah <laughs> how did you feel about um the other aliens like the guys going and get like the english up like linguistic update instead of like the females going to understand them i mean like i just thought it was so interesting i was like this is like the first time i like from memory i literally didn't remember that scene happening no and like this is like the first time where like the aliens like the people that are in a position of power are deciding to learn a language that only eight people know i mean i guess they were real eager (laughs) i mean they were real eager (laughs) Uh, but then in uh, later on all the women learn their language i believe so like everyone knows oh, okay. everyone's language eventually yeah. um yeah but i just love how eager my man rahash was he's really he oh. was he was the first in line first even though, one like, usually he'd be the guy who like you know looks at technology from the corner of his eye like something's evil about that but then he's the first in line being like yeah shoot me in the eye i want this uh, language translator i'm i will get myself a woman thank you very much <laughs> and he gets his woman and he, literally runs he away sure gets it. yep she <laughs> gets her should we start at the beginning of the book because you kind of mentioned oh, sorry yeah how, let us do that how dark it is i mean it wouldn't be 
a romance in the monsters episode without us jumping till to the end <laughs> 10 <laughs> minutes into the episode um so because you mentioned and and something that's something that struck me as well how dark it is in the beginning and like yeah. that first chapter is like at least in the audiobook it was 72 minutes long it is a yes. long ass yeah. chapter Mm-hmm. But it works to establish a lot of things. Um, and also, it's like Ruby Dixon is both being like, not funny, because it's not f- a funny situation, but it, it, I don't know, she mixes like a, a sort of entertaining aspect of it with like the darker elements that also make make it more plausible, if that makes sense. Okay. I don't know. Like, I just feel like it's an important chapter, even though it is dark. And even though, like, when you read the rest of the book, some people could say, like, is that needed? But I actually think it is needed to, like, just suspension, suspension, well, suspension of disbelief. Yeah, it was dark. And I also just feel like it's important to understand their situation as well and, like, where Mm -hmm. they came from. Like, I'm speaking in terms of, like, the women. Yeah. Because, like, they weren't just, like, picked up and dropped on this planet and expected to live there. So, I don't know. I just thought it was important for background info. Plus, you know, it's it's like, well, okay, so we don't really have options here. Um, Either we wait for the basketball head aliens to come back and maybe, maybe there's a chance they'll trade us off to some hot, like, hotter aliens on a, you know, super hot island somewhere. Or... They'll sell us to someone we don't want to be sold to. Like Jabba the Hutt. Maybe we'd rather be with these blue aliens on this, you know, super cold planet. You know? I mean, if they look the way they were described, I would be the first in line and be like, yep, give me my blue aliens. Yeah, but you can't blame Georgie for being like, but what if there's hotter aliens on a hotter planet somewhere else? Right. (laughs) Not Hoth was uh, freezing cold. So I have a question since... You read more of the books in the series. Yeah. Do the basketball alien aliens do they make an appearance again? They come yeah. back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, they do. They, well, yes, because that's another part of the series. Like this, there's an overarching plot here. There is, and like Ruby Dixon is, you know, dropping little you know sprinkles of plots here and there that Mm -hmm. she's then picking up again later on and yes you do see the freaking basketball heads again they cause trouble you know and and the ship the 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 shipwreck is you know it doesn't disappear it's right there for everyone to see so obviously Mm -hmm. if they were to come back they would see it and then they would find that there's no bodies and etc so She's good, you know? It's yeah. it's a that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, yes, it's a fun, entertaining book, but I, I do think that like Ruby Dixon is genuinely like a good writer and like she writes good plots and she is working at something bigger here. Cause she wouldn't be writing freaking fifty books in the series and like side <laughs> series as well, spin off series, if there wasn't something that she was, you know, A enjoying about it, but B like working towards. So, moving on from the beginning to when our love interests 
meet um it's a bit of a controversial scene for some people which i don't i don't fucking understand him waking her up by eating her out yeah um why is it controversial what a wake-up call well because she wasn't asleep and non-consensual imagine my face (laughs) i'm sorry she experienced the rigid tongue just the way you should experience it all its textures and all its glory Uh, I mean, what's the difference between this and St. Vincent waking up exactly. Evie with his cup? I mean, I mean, she Evie was married to Sebastian and they had a, previously agreed upon certain situations. Whereas in this case, she thought it was a dream and she went with it. I mean, Evie thought it was a dream too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I couldn't care less. I could not I care, care less. Either. There are worst ways to wake up in the morning, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think Vectal is a giving lover, okay? He very much is. And I I love the line where George is like, Oh, so this monster doesn't want to eat me. He want me he wants to eat me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like he's just going to town on her he and is. like damn she was like whoo and she even gets to a point where she's like way too oversensitive and he's just he keeps on on going he as if he, going. he's never he seen going. an orgasm in his life he's like i, I don't i'm just gonna keep going because i'm just having fun and Good i love when him. he discovered her clit and then like yeah. in his head he's <laughs> like the it's third her third nipple. nipple i know i know and like when he's explaining to all the guys, all the other aliens, like, what she looks like. But then he's like, but I don't want to tell them what she looks like. But, like, also, they need to know. <laughs> Where was I going? I had a thought, and then I completely lost it. <clears throat> I talked about the third nipple, and you lost it. <laughs> yeah. That third nipple. I, was, I wasn't going in that direction, and then my thought went, boop. Let's move on, and I'll, it will it will come back to me. I'm sure. All right. Maybe. Let's start with why Vectal decided to eat her out. And it was because he yeah. has um, something inside him that mm-hmm. uh, resonates or vibrates when they cool. find the person that they are mm-hmm. able to uh, procreate with. And so he can't control his lust and his attraction towards his mate. And then he decides to eat her out. And then that's the start of their story, basically. I love how they don't know what kissing is, but they know what that is. <laughs> priorities yeah (laughs) that's true yeah but like why do they like why is it that they don't know what kissing is like they have lips you know like in the aliens book alien books that i've read where kissing wasn't a thing is because those aliens didn't have lips so it was like oh Mm -hmm. we don't do that because like it doesn't work (laughs) unless it's like not a thing that um they do i mean like there's so many like literally animals they don't kiss at least i don't think they do and like i just feel like they have different mating process you know Mm -hmm. like different processes so maybe kissing is never something that crossed their mind or didn't know how to do or Or like doing a doggy style right okay let i want to i want to talk about that because as i was reading and i remember this from the first time i read these Vectal says that because they have a tail they can't do a doggy style and i wrote in my notes why is that stopping you? Every animal in the animal kingdom has a fucking tail and they all do it doggy style. So, like, wh- where's that thought coming from? I don't understand. 
Why is it in the way? I think it's because their tails are very sensitive. So, like, I don't think But in maybe... a good way. In, like, a, oh, my God, she just gave me a hand job way. So, like, why is that not utilized? I don't get it. Like, I need to ask Ruby Dixon about this. Because I'm like, why is the tail an issue here? Maybe because of their sensations that they are not used to. Because there, there was a moment where she, Georgie touches his tail, right? When yeah. he's introducing them. And, like, he kind of, like stiffens and like takes her hand in a good way because he's like girl don't give me a hand job in public yeah <laughs> he's like not here georgie not in public i know you don't like like public displays of affection <laughs> yeah i don't get it i don't get it so if any of our listeners um if you know if you have an answer to this as to why a tail in this case would prevent people from doing it doggy style let me know i i truly i truly want to know Truly. I I remembered what I was going to say, um, which okay. is one of my favorite tropes in sci-fi, especially when it's like, or I guess monster romance in general, uh, especially when the love interest is like especially weird. Um, I love the trope where the girl's like, well, I, I might die or I'm in grave danger, so I might as well fuck the weird thing. You know, like, I just, I love that trope because I would love to imagine myself in that situation. <laughs> I don't think that that would be my reasoning. You know, I don't think that I'd be like, yeah, let's fuck the first weird alien that I come across on my journey. Um, I'd probably be like, yeah, no, this is the end. I'm just going to let myself like, like just die out in the cold or some shit. I don't know on what planet I am on, but like fucking the, but the, then the again. alien is not my first thought. <laughs> But Marge, I'm sorry. If you have a hot blue alien eating your like eating you out, and then you are gonna die eventually, would you not just decide? You know what? Let's go all the way. Let's enjoy ourselves while we can. I would like to think so. That's my point. I would like to think so, and I love this trope because that's always what these girls are like. They're they're like, well, I mean, I might as well, and I'm like, yes, girl, you might as well. But like realistically, is that what I'm thinking? In that situation, I don't think so. I mean, (laughs) I feel like sadly I'd probably be like Dominique who ended up like frozen to death. That's probably me. That broke my heart. It, uh, me too. Again, like darker elements, like yeah, guys. It's like yeah. So she was the one that was raped um, by the basketball heads, and like she was just so broken from that. And, like, desperate to survive that she, like, literally runs away without shoes, without proper clothing, and she sadly freezes to death. And I was, like, I was so sad about that because I really thought that she would have a story of, like, healing and, like, you know, I just didn't remember Dominique at all. And so, like, I just, like, was so excited for her book so I was, like, I'm so going to read it because it's probably going to be, yeah, about her healing, about her finding love and finding a place with people. Mm-hmm. And sadly... Yeah, she's she's the one who was also pregnant, two months pregnant, and they literally vacuumed her that baby out. Her? I think it was, was her. her. I think it was. Oh. And then she just committed suicide. That's what she did. That's why she was in the snow. Isn't that sad? That's so like, that sad. is really sad. Um, which actually now that I think about it, um, Saf, what is this book about? <laughs> We okay. kind of haven't said. <laughs> I forgot that segment of the episode. Um, okay, so. <laughs> so 
So basically, this book is about... 40, 40 um, minutes into the episode. What is this book about, Sav? I don't know. I feel so bad for our <laughs> listeners right now. They're like, oh my gosh, can you guys not find a train of thought and stick to it? I'm can sorry. Can you not be chaotic once in our lives? Yeah. No, not today. <laughs> so basically, this book is about um, Georgie, who is one of 11, 12 women that are um, taken from Earth in their sleep. And they end up on a ship where they are faced with these aliens that are probably going to sell them. Actually, more or less, they are. They will sell them. Something happens. A uh, ship is in distress. And while the women are planning to overthrow their aliens and steal the ship, um, it kind of gets like detached from the main ship. And they end up on a planet that is full of snow and ice. And it's freezing cold. Um, Georgie's kind of the only one that is not as broken as the other ones, and she kind of assumes the, the role of leader. And so she decides to take the guard's clothes that she had killed on one of the basketball heads. Yeah. Anyway, so she ends up uh, traversing the terrain of Nothoth, and she ends up in a trap, hanging upside down. And the person or being that uh, set that trap into motion was Vectal, who is... Um, another, uh, just an alien species living on this planet and he is setting traps for food and he sees her and then he has this, uh, symbiotic being within him that causes him to find his, I guess, the most appropriate mate or the person that he can procreate with. And that happens to be little old Georgie and their story starts there as he takes her back to his cave. His lair. I mean, it's a sex cave. It's a hunting cave. Calm down. <laughs> it's a hunting cave. There are no women in this tribe, pretty much. I mean, uh, like, these... it turns into their sex cave. I just love how um, Georgie, when she realizes how many males there are, she's like, wow, um, the amount of sexual frustration that must that must exist right. in this place. <laughs> Poor guys. Um... Yeah, so that's that's the book. Um, I'm glad our listeners finally know, 43 minutes into this episode, yeah. um, if you didn't know, you must be real lost. <laughs> what the hell are these girls talking about? Yeah, what are they talking about? Blue aliens? Caves? All right, I think it's um, time where we talk about the most important uh, aspect of the story, and that being... Spur. Ridges. All of that. Okay. <laughs> His dick, his fur. It is time for anatomy lessons with Seth S and M. Woo! But um, <laughs> anatomy right. lessons. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess we have a jingle now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I'm sleep deprived. I love it. I love it. Anyways, let's talk about it. How did you find it? I mean, we already experienced it, not experienced it, but like read Um, about it. We wish. We wish. Although, to be fair, you can experience it now. There is a dildo shaped like a blue alien dick. I really wanted it to be attached to a real blue alien, but you know. You got to take what you get, what you got. (laughs) Unfortunately, the reality is uh, it's going to be made made out of plastic, Um, but you can. So if you didn't know. Go on Google and Google that for yourself. <laughs> Do you recall the first time you encountered the blue alien the dick? The first time I discovered the the blue dick, the blue spur, the ridges. Mm-hmm. 
I was a little shocked, I think. I remember mentioning, I think I mentioned it in our group chat, something about ridges. Yeah, I remember you like in capital letters, like ridges. You got to read it because of the ridges. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But it, I'm reading it now. I'm listening now, and it's just—it's such a normal thing for me. Like that's—it's right? not out of this world. Yeah. When I first read yeah. it, it was. I still love the blue dick. It's, it's great. No, I loved it. I love that blue dick. I mean, yeah, it still gets the job done in terms of Georgie. Like you know, she really enjoyed that. She really um, enjoyed But that. like I said, I feel like we've read so many books since then and like I'm not knocking on the blue aliens I think they're great and I love that it has like the ridges and like the spur and like the vibrating dick and the tail action um loved it all and honestly yeah it was great to just read something that you know I enjoyed previously and still you know enjoy it now yeah this um is my second favorite um trope in sci-fi romance which is Alien has a dick that's perfectly made for a human woman and would make no sense for their own women. Yes. A.K.A. the spur. I love it. Yeah. It it has no practical sense or, like, as far as evolution, like, it makes no sense why it's there. uh, Because their women do not have a clit. So it's like, why did they evolve with that thing? And somehow it makes sense for humans because human women have that. Interesting. I really need to know um, what the female anatomy is in this world because what is the point of the spur? I believe that females in this world, from memory, they do not have breasts. Like they, like not like we do. You know what I mean? Like it's not like not as protruding from the chest. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have a clit, so it's it's, it's what's the point? Yeah, that's why I need a, I need a female anatomy lesson with Ruby Dixon. Well, I just I, okay, I'm not enough. Okay, I guess no, I guess I, wanted, I guess my no, anatomy lesson is just shite. All right, no, uh, Marge, Jeez. I want to know. There has to be a purpose for the women of that species. Yeah. So, with the, the sixteen spirit, books like, that you read, be... was there a purpose at all? Marge. Who she didn't encounter a, a, no. a female? Yes, I did. There is one. There but is. Did a, you see them have sex? Um. There's a book with two Sakui together, female and male. Huh. I'm going to go read that and report back. But the male is from a different, um, so he's not from this planet. He stumbles upon this. He's Sakui from, from the original planet. Oh. You know, because the Sakui are not from, from not hot. So. so does he not have... A spur? This oh, he does. Oh. But I don't remember what the purpose of it was for her. I don't think it Okay, it did I much. need to read that and report back so I know I have all the information. Yeah. I love our questions that we have on here. They're very important Truly, understanding of novels. We are doing the Lord's work here. We <laughs> yeah. are asking yes. the right questions. Uh, we will write to um, Ruby Dixon with all of these very sensitive, important questions that we need answers to for us and for you, listeners, because yeah. we know you're just as desperate as we are to, <laughs> to know these answers. Um, I want to make a segue into a conversation which is not nearly as fun as talking about um, anatomy. Okay. 
but it does relate to it, uh, I guess. You kind of talked about the fact that uh, Vector has this, like, qui inside of him. And for him, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you're the one. Like, no questions asked. Obviously, Georgie, for the majority of this book, has no idea about that. And then she she does, but she's not aware. Because Georgie, actually, early on, when she has sex with him for the first time, she's like, well, it's great. Yeah. He's an alien. We're clearly not compatible. I can't get pregnant. This is great. But then yeah. she actually later on learns after several, you know, times with Vectal that she can, in fact, get pregnant from it or else the Kui would not have resonated with her. Like, that means to him she is um, compatible. How did you feel about that? Because, so, technically, Georgie could have been impregnated without her knowledge and also without her consent to a certain degree, so... That's not something that crossed my mind. No. (laughs) I don't think, to be fair, I don't think it's something that crossed my mind the first time I read these books. It crossed my mind this time around, just because I was like, I I noticed that she said, oh, I can't get pregnant. Great. Yeah. And then I was like, a few times. Not quite, Georgie. You're going to get pregnant and and you're going to hate it because it's going to last three fucking years. So. Wait, I don't remember that. Three years? It lasts a fucking long time. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're, I swear to God, they're like pregnant skip over them these both times that I read the book? Or I think maybe the Sakwi women are, are pregnant for like three years and then the humans, it's like cut by half. So it's still like a year and a half long pregnancy or some shit like that. No. Their years as well. So no. not Oh ours. my gosh. So even longer in our years. I I think so. It, it's it's awful. And like it it kind of becomes like a running gag in the series cuz like at least it means that their uh qui won't resonate for a long while, but it's like you're pregnant for so fucking long. Yeah. Well, going back to your question, um um yeah. Personally, like I didn't I thought about it. Obviously, yes, it was without her consent she got pregnant. But at the same time, it was during that time where they both barely understood each other. They didn't even understand like yeah. how they both enjoyed their food. Mm-hmm. And like I just feel like it wasn't something that maybe he thought he had to mention or like mime to her. Um because like for him it was just second nature and maybe he just, just that's all he knew basically and he just thought maybe she assumed the same thing to mate is to try to have a child, not to, to just enjoy the act. At any point when people who are very different and live very different lives and, and experience very different cultures come together, there's inevitably going to be misunderstandings and people are going to get hurt. Because mm-hmm. until you can understand each other uh, or agree on certain things and, and be able to, you know, understand each other enough to agree on certain things to begin with, someone's going to get hurt. And I think it's actually, it makes sense because, well, I mean, someone's, she's not hurt in the end, you know, she's fine with, you know, ending up, ending up pregnant. So it's not an issue, but what's important is actually what follows because I think that's in part what makes Georgie go okay well this happened to me it's fine it was a misunderstanding we couldn't understand each other but yeah I want to protect these women you know I don't want this to happen to them they they don't deserve this so let's correct what happened here 
and actually make it better in the future. Yeah. So for that reason, I think it's fine that it's there because when yeah. you look at it that way, it's like, yeah, sure, it makes sense. Um, speaking of that, you know, when she decides that she is going to stay because she is pregnant and she actually does have feelings for Vectal, and she gives the women the choice, you know, there is an option, maybe we can leave or you can leave um, with the ship that they have on the, the planet, but I'm staying. Um, and then they have that vote and then they all agree to stay. And that means them staying, they have to take on the um, little, little uh, critter, this... What is it called again? The cootie, the quee, or quee? Yeah, the cootie. Cootie. Um, so they have to take that on, and by doing that, they need to literally slit their neck mm-hmm. and insert Slip that thing inside in. them. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, would you? Would you? I was literally gonna ask. <laughs> would you girls do that? I don't know. That's kind of scary to be cut into, yeah. and then something going inside you. Living with a parasite, like, knowing that there's this parasite inside you that more or less is controlling some of the things that you feel. Yeah. Like, your decisions are not 100% yours anymore. Like, this quee thing decides when it wants you to have babies. Mm -hmm. You know, it decides when it wants you to have sex. Marathons of sex. (laughs) And it decides, most importantly, with who you're going to love. Yeah. Because the healer um, that helps uh, Georgie heal was mm-hmm. originally with Vectal, and they had a relationship. They were sleeping together. And then all of a sudden, her quee decides to resonate with another person, like um, someone that isn't a soldier or a warrior of sorts. And she, at first, was really angry about it. But then now she's happy, and she's happy with her mate. Like, that's who she chose. Not, she didn't choose it, but yeah. the quee did. Sorry, have you ever seen the movie The Host? They do, yes, they do something that's like exactly that, right? what I imagined. Forever ago, yeah. It does beg the question, like, would she have ended up with Vectal and, you know, maybe she would maybe she would have been very happy with him. Or maybe she would have ended up with um, the men that she's currently with and been happy that way as well. I don't know. I mean, I do know because they do get a book, so... <laughs> Oh, they do? Well, they get, like, a, a novella for when she oh, she gives birth to to the child that she's currently pregnant with and will be pregnant with for oh, nine okay, fucking okay. books because the shit is long. <laughs> so, yeah. So, wait. What was the what was our answer? Do we, do we take on the queen or not? I mean... We do not take on the queen. The cootie. I'd be a little scared. <laughs> See, this is my thing, and I feel like this book really um, highlighted it in the sense of, like, the beginning of a story. I keep going back to it with, like, the women obviously taken without their consent, and then happens all the time in these alien books. Like, they're literally taken to be sold, and we don't, we just hear about it. We don't actually experience them being kidnapped from their home and trying to survive in the spaceship before they get sold off to who knows who, and... They left their families, they left their jobs, and, like, I'm just thinking about it. If I ended up a not Hoth, and, like, me right now, currently, I got my mom, my dad, my sister, I got, like, my life here, would I be able to give that up? And, like, the idea of, like, leaving them for, like, this random hot alien man, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, like, like, I'm trying to, like, put, like, myself in this situation that I just find, I don't know. I just feel like it's interesting. All these women are purposefully women that do not have a lot of people around them that would notify hey this person is missing moreover 
we were all above the age of 22, therefore, we're safe. <laughs> we won't get kidnapped. We're past prime uh, procreation. We're time. wallflowers. You know, nobody, nobody wants us. <laughs> I'm like way past the years. Yeah, we're, yeah, <laughs> perishable goods. We've, yeah, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Can we, can we briefly, unless you have other scenes you want to talk about than this book, but can we very briefly talk about Rahash? Because love of my <laughs> life, love him. Um, I love me a man with horns, but what I, what I love even more than a man with horns is a man with broken horns. Mm. The angst is what I'm here for. He's hot. Yeah. And also, um, he's the tallest one from that um, that TikTok that you sent me. <laughs> Seven feet tall and nine inches. Liz, I worry for down under. I truly do. Oh my gosh. I, I, yeah, does the size match the height? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to know. I mean, yeah. my neck would have been broken. I'm literally <laughs> at five, two and a half, and looking up i would not be able if anything i i remember finishing this book and being like i have to read the second one i have to yeah it ends on a cliffhanger i just love that it was probably him resonating inside the ship and like georgie's like who's resonating tell me now and then he's like slowly vibrating and like i just thought it was funny it has to be him yeah suddenly he's gone poof and so yeah, he like, takes her while she's unconscious after the quee insertion. Yeah. I also just love that Georgie's like, well, out of anyone, at least it, it's Liz. And um, she's going to, you know, make him pay for what he did. And he's going to bring her back <laughs> because he can't handle her, like, talking. Right? It's like that meme where it's like, um, what's something that you would say or, like, whatever for the kidnappers to literally leave you on the side of the road? Liz is, yeah. that's what Georgie was saying. It's like, he left with her, but he's going to bring her back because he's going to be like, never mind, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle this. This was supposed to be um, a short episode. A short yeah. episode. Happy release day to the Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Happy re-release. Four years ago, wouldn't have, couldn't have imagined that we'd be here today. To I know. To be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. But... Go out there, support this, <laughs> support this book. It's it's the Blue Aliens Renaissance. Um, it's it's uh, t- thanks to TikTok, to be honest. But you know, it was popular before TikTok. I have to say, I yeah, have to remind was. people. But also, I appreciate the uh, the presence of TikTok. I guess, I guess like, you know, bringing this back up. I guess, I guess. So we get this cover, I guess. The cover is so pretty. It, it really is. is. And I love Liz and Rahosha's cover, too. It's I so don't, gorgeous. because he doesn't look alien enough. Um. Where are the ridges on his face? He's just got Ooh. an alien. He's just got a human face. I'm like, where's... I agree with that. Now thinking about it. It's not alien enough. I wish they had gone, like, a little more. A little more mm. obvious. You know, right now it's just a blue guy on the cover with horns. The bridges are important. They are. Yeah, these books are great, guys. Great, great, great. Um, all right. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. So, um, if if you want to share the love with us, 
uh, feel free to reach us online. Let us know who's your favorite Ice Planet Barbarian. Uh, let us know if you would like to take on a cootie. Um, <laughs> um, reach us online at, on Instagram. We are Romancing the Monsters Podcast. On Twitter, we are the RTM Pod. You can also email us at Romancing the Monsters Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, TikTok, which for this episode, um, I feel like we have to mention it because we are on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> Romancing the Monsters Pod. Anyways, um, we are, I'm, I feel like, I, oh, YouTube. We're also on YouTube. Uh, you can just search Romancing the Monsters podcast and find us on there. And if you do, please subscribe as well. Because why not? You're there. Anyway. <laughs> it's free! <laughs> um, and if you want to find me specifically, I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Foes and Lovers. And you can find me us on both Twitter and Instagram at But This Book. And you can find me, Seth, on both Instagram and Twitter at Pearls with Woes. And also, please feel free to leave us a rating or review on any of the podcast platforms. Just please, just do it. Like uh, M said, it's free. Yeah, or else <laughs> we'll be dropping you off on Not Hoth, minus the Blue Aliens. Anyways. Um, see you next week, guys. Well, no, actually, see you on Thursday, because this won't be coming out on a Thursday. So you actually get two episodes this week. No. Surprise! Um, I don't, I don't know what the other episode is, so uh, enjoy it. <laughs> Whatever it is, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye.